You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You have a person who has come late to show. And as he comes into show, he realizes the only minion he can go to is the minion that is already holding by Musaf. What should this fellow do? Should he, A, say, look, I missed it. I'm just going to daven Shachris. Shachris has to come before Musaf, and I'm just going to daven Shachris. And okay, I, I guess I'll have to just daven most of this thing by myself. Or should he say, well, you know, I missed their Shachris. I might have missed Kriya Satora. Maybe he was there for some of it. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to daven Musaf with them. At least I got this feel of it, Sibor. I was able to daven Musaf together with them. Or perhaps he had already come, let's say, um, by the Haftorah. Or let's say he had come by the rabbi's speech, if there was a rabbi giving a speech. And he was working on his shachris and his birchas kriyashma, which, of course, he had done as an individual, as a yochid by himself. But now, here's a tzibur about to daven a tefillah b'tzibur. Maybe what he should do is, instead of davening Musaf with them, just do chakras with them and sort of like hitch a ride. Is that called tefillah b'tzibur? Maybe that's great. Okay, well, <laughs> this way, he his chakras, he does it in the right order. Chakras to carbon before Musaf. And it's sort is it tefillah b'tzibur? They are davening seven brachos. The words are different, but only one section of it is really different, and it's not that different either, especially in a Shabbos morning. He did a little bit of a search for this situation, this Musaf mix-up, in some earlier sources, and some of them are, are dealt with by the Achronim, and some of them I have yet to see. So what I'd like to do with you is uh, dive in and discover some antecedents that might reflect. So there is a Yershalmi that is in the fourth parak of Rochot, and I'll read to you what it says. Let me see it here now. Ravacha, Ravyona, Vishem, And you come and you find them davening Musaf. You daven with them, of course. So. Of course you're going to daven with them. <laughs> In other words, I guess you weren't with them for Shachris, but you can still join them for Musaf. Mm-hmm. Let's say you haven't daven Shachris yet. And then you discover that they are davening Musaf. So, if you know that you could begin and finish and be able to finish by the time the Shliach Tzibur is doing his Chazara of Musaf in order to answer Amen, Yispawel, then you should daven with them. V'yimlav al Yispawel. Now this is similar to the Gemara that we spoke of. This is very similar to the Gemara we spoke about last week about somebody who comes late. And the question is, 
Should he start his Shmona Esrei or wait? Except the Yerushalmi puts in another little twist. And that is that the person is the Shmona es, the davening that's going on by the Tzibor is a different one than he needs to do. They're doing Musaf and he has not yet done Shachris. The Yerushalmi says Yispalel. But he doesn't say Imahen. Earlier, when was mm. quoted, when he's already done Shachris, and let's say they already started Musaf, and he has done Shachris, but he's a little bit on the late side, there the Yerushalmi seems to say, okay, jump in and daven Musaf with them. Mispalo imohen. But if you're missing your Shachris, and you discover them, davening Musaf, so then you might just need to put the brakes completely on. Now, as Richard points out, well, what about the Zman? What about running out of time? What about the four hours that the Shachris needs to be finished in? So let's assume that that's not a problem. The Shachris being finished, will, will, again, it's early enough that no matter what you do, time-wise, is not going to eliminate anything. But if we read the Yashami like the words here, Lo nispal shal shachris, ubo motzen mispalin shal musaf, hmm, I still haven't done shachris, so my question, the question is, should I just barrel along forward? Well, since you're in a shul where there's a chazan who's doing uh, musaf, a tzibur doing musaf with a chazan, you need to now measure whether you're shach, seemingly your chakras will be quick enough that you'll be able to answer. So it sounds that what we're talking about is davening shach, doing the chakras. Otherwise, what it would say is yispalel imohen. It wouldn't just say mispalel. Because why are you, right? if you are going to throw chakras to the wind and say, look, like like was argued before, that this is my chance to get to feel a bit Sibor, then why don't you just do that? Right? Why does it say, well, how fast can you daven? Now, it could be that... We can we could say that it's referring in a case like Bob was suggesting before, as when we stopped the recording that the man is already so deep into shachris that he needs to get the geula and tefila done. In other words, he has to be so mech geula litfila. So he's already done birchas kriyachma, and he's already perhaps after the shema talking about the miracles of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim that are supposed to ready him for his Shemun and maybe that's the reason why he can't jump and do Musaf. You could learn that way, Bob, uh, to explain why not. Um, still, it does sound here that you actually don't do the Musaf with them. That's what it seems. Afterwards, what did he mean that you have to daven quick enough to be able to then answer Amen, which Amen are we referring to? Be'eza Amen Amru. 
So train Amaroin. There's a machlokas Amaroin, which Amen we're referring to. So he's got to daven pretty darn fast. The other one says, Well, that little bit gives him a little bit of a buffer. Now, some of you are, must, must be wondering here, Shomea Tvila, where's Shomea Tvila? Shomea Tvila is not part of Musaf. Well, hang on to your hats. Rav Pinchas says, I don't think these Amaroyan are arguing. They're talking about different cases. The one who said of the El HaKadosh is of Shabbos. That's the Musaf of Shabbos. The Musaf of Shabbos, the prime bracha is El HaKadosh. After the first three brachos. Then you have, of course, the Kedushas Hayom, where you talk about the Korbanos, and then you, which is followed by uh, Ritzay, which is the Abracha of Avoda, right? Which you have every single, uh, every single Amida, and then you have uh, the Shevach, the, I'm sorry, the Hoda, and Shalom. So basically, what we're saying is, is that on Shabbos, there's no Shamea Tfilah. The main thing you need to hear is Ela Kadosh. Uman to Amar Amen Shoshamea Tvila, that's Bachol. Meaning there's a Chol of Musaf of Chol, which would be a Rosh Chodesh or Chol Amoed. Mm-hmm. Which means that the Yashalmi is of the opinion that on Chol Amoed and Rosh Chodesh, you have a much longer Musaf than we do. Our Musaf, at least Rapincha said that, our Musaf on Rosh Chodesh is also seven brachos. Yishalmi seems to have at least Shamea Tvila and possibly the whole 18 brachos and the 19 brachos. And this is uh, actually what uh, the Baliatosos in brachos really discuss this. The Baliatosos that are mentioned by the Rosh and the, the Baliatosos themselves on the page are basically see this Yerushalmi as a fascinating place that their minag was to actually do a very long musaf, 19 brachos. In other words, the same way we add on a Rosh Chodesh, in our avoda, we put the Yalaviyavo, they would actually, they would do the whole Shman and, um, but either after Ela Kodesh or possibly a very gigantic Ritzay. The Ritzay, after Shamea Tfila, might have included the Korban Musaf. So what's important somehow is for the, the, the person who's come late to be able to answer Amen to the Chazan's Shamea Tfila about. If the Yashalmi is the way Rav Gorin and I have presented it, that you should do chakras in this case. Are you just, is, are you gaining something? Is it somehow, is it, it, it can't be true tefillah b'tzibur, because that would be the case before, where you're just a little bit late and you're joining them. So it sounds like something in the middle. It, it sounds like, I could, I, I could sort of like 
in a way, um, or what it might be is, hey, you're in a place where they're about to respond to the brachos of Musaf. As important as you think your davening is, you happen to be in a in a room with with a tzibur. You're going to now table your shachris until the whole chazaras hashatz is over, and then you will continue. I guess I think that's a, a clearer way to explain the yeshalmi. That the yeshalmi feels that, um, but the option of doing musaf before you've done chakras doesn't play a role. The only again we 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 could again assume maybe like Bob that the reason why he's handcuffed in doing that because he's already too far gone in chakras to be able to jump into musaf. But it would seem, if you don't use Bob's answer, it would seem this should be an indicator that when someone is in this case, says, I could say that means he hasn't even done Birchas Kriyashma yet. That somebody should not do, um, someone should not jump in and do the Musa. I'll show you this Tosis, and Tosis quotes this here, Shalmi, as you can see here. And he quotes the Yerushalmi. And Tosis gets into, as I said, the discussion about do our Musafs during the week they have do have 19 brachas or not? Um, do, do they have a whole bunch of, right, what is our, and he gets into a machlokas between Reb Chaim, and I think it's Reb Chaim Cohen, the Baliatosis, and, and Reb Elchonon that, uh, that the Rosh quotes about what what is what what's the implications of this Yershalmi in terms of our weekday musaf is our weekday musaf longer than we think it is then he says here at the end i could really say that this Yershalmi is all a mistake don't put the word musaf in there what it means is bo umatzon mispavalim, not musaf. It's just that you came late, and you found them davening. But there, there's no. It was shachars they were davening. There is no musaf here. And then he says, even though in the Yerushalmi in the fourth parak it says the word musaf, the same statement appears in the Yerushalmi of the third parak. V'chein mashvev Yerushalmi parak mishemesu. The Gamzu Amemrek Suvasham, the exact statement is quoted there, and over there, at least the manuscripts that were in front of the Baliatosis did not say Musaf. And that indicates that perhaps there was a Tos, and therefore there's maybe not much that we can prove from the Yershalmi. Yershalmi is really just another version of the Bavli that told you, do you have to get to Modim? Do you have to get to Kedusha? Do you have to get to Shemeya Tvila? And that is, that's what Tosva says. Again, I, I am suggesting that perhaps uh, that the Nusrohos and the Yerushalmi are not. Tos was up and saying that Yerushalmi is a mistake because he says, Why mention Musaf at all? If we're trying to tell you how quick you need to daven, when you haven't davened yet, just make it less complicated. 
So the answer, of course, might be, and you can see it's implied here by one of the commentators here on the bottom. He says, no, Yesh Lomar, the reason why the Yishalmi is talking about that, Dimein mispalin tefila shachris, yispali moen. In other words, I might have thought that shachris and shachris, of course, daven with them even though you can't be quick enough to get your omens, because at least some tefilat zebra you got. But if they are davening another davening, lo choshev tefilat zebra. That's not called tefillah b'tzibor when you're davening shachars and they're davening musav. So it would seem that for, it seems like that, again, it's either like Bob is learning that he must daven shachars since he's stuck in the geula l'tefillah zone, or you're only, you should definitely do shachars first anyway, but doing shachars while they're doing musaf is not called Tfiwa B'tzibor, like the Mogan Avram quotes in Simen Sadi. In Shulchan Aruch, Simen Sadi, we have the statement based on the tour, Yishtad El-Odom Lispalo Beis HaKnesses, Imat Zibor. And of course, this, you know, this is a language that many have interpreted um, in ways that are convenient for themselves, try to, to go to Shul to Daven B'tzibur. You should be mish, doesn't say Chayav, Yishtadil Odom. And, 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 and Rav Moshe Feinstein already says that many times our presence in Shul for Minyan is dependent on the honesty that we have in ourselves, whether we could really make it or not. Sometimes we can't, and we have to try. Imuanus if you're just not able to, there's a new madrega based on the Gemara of you're not with them, but you are davening at the time they're davening. And somehow that's something. It's not exact, it's not Tfilah B'Tzibor, but it's Bisho Shatzibor Mispalulin. And a person should find out, you know, let's say you're part of a minion, you know, and you should know what time that minion is dominating, right? This is the minion you usually go to. You're, you're sick at home. You have to stay home. Your chakras should align to the time your usual minion dominates. Now, it could be, I, I, I've overstated things. It could be, well, I live in, in, in Borough Park, there's a hundred minyanim going on all the time. <laughs> so whenever I daven, it's b'shosh and zibur b'spalvin. So, again, let's try to make it uh, that there maybe is one shul in town. <laughs> so let's say there's only one shul in town, this is when they daven, and you can't make it to that shul. So you need to daven when they're davening. The Mogan Avram makes a comment. The avodas alilim. Avodas alilim is another way of saying the Gemara and Avodah Zara, which we call Avodah Zara, Avodah Salilim, Avodah Skalchavim, right? <laughs> we, all different terms for the wrong God. David HaMebez, it's mashma, De'im mispalel musaf, bisho shatsibim mispalel shachris, lo mikre bisho shatsibim mispalel. So here we have an opposite situation. Here we have a situation where you're doing musaf and they're doing chakras. 
Well, we hadn't thought about that. But I had a situation where it was, I was asked this question. We had in Chicago, the minion that I davened in was uh, a very, uh, I guess, an old-fashioned Balabatish, Hasidish, semi-yeshivish minion. The Balkore was the Balkore in the yeshivas tells in Chicago. He would walk after he had davened and tells that davened earlier, of course, on Shabbos morning. He would walk the mile or so to Arshul and lay in the Torah for us. He was our Balkore. Now, he would try to get there as we were in the middle of our chakras. Why? Because this way, he would be able to daven Musaf with our chakras. So here we have the opposite. He's not Mr. Late Guy. He's Mr. Early Guy. But the problem is, by the time, if he would run home, run back to Tells, he would have missed Musaf. So what should he do? And he posed, I saw what he was doing. In other words, I would notice that he would mosey in in the middle of Birchaz Kriyachma, and he would stand in the corner and seemingly daven chakras with us. But I knew he wasn't really davening chakras with us because he had laid the Torah and tells and the daven chakras there. So what he was doing was he was davening Musaf and using our chakras to get his tefillah b'tzibur. So it's sort of the opposite of Mr. Late Guy. So the Mogan Avram says, in that case, he says, if you're davening, he says, if you look at the Gemara Vayda Zara, it sounds like if you daven Musaf, when the Tzibur is davening Shachris, you don't have an advantage as if you're davening with them. Okay. Um, now, that, now, over there, this simon is not about Tefillah B'Tzibur, but it's about, I would call it, um, uh, attempting to effectuate something like Tefillah B'Tzibur. It's, it's Sugbet, Sugimel. It's, it's, it's a, it's a watered-down version of what the best you could do. But it's definitely better than davening earlier, right? Even if you could daven earlier, and Zrizen Makdimen Lamitzvahs, the halacha is you should wait. You're up at 6.30 because you can't sleep and you've been up at night and you can really daven be yechidus. No, no. The shul in town davens at 8 o'clock. You should, and you know they're going to hit Shemona Esrei at 8.25. That's the way you should be davening. Even though you could daven earlier. That's the halacha. So there is some sense of bishosh atzibar mispalalin and the Mogan of Ram says you can't flip it. Your musaf cannot jive with their chakras. So the the magia in the rush that I quoted to you a couple of minutes ago assumes that if this is true, then the opposite is true. That you can't flip chakras, you can't daven chakras with a davening musaf. In other words, the two tefillahs are different worlds, and that's not called tefillah b'tzibur at all because they're doing a different carbon. And even though, right, and it, 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 it's not even as if you are davening with them together. Yeah. Gemara is talking about when God is angry. And the Gemara says that God's anger 
lasts only a rega. And the Gemara just says that, that it happens in the first three hours of the day. Eimorosach, the Gemara says. When is it that... Well, right, Bilam, right, Bilam knew what, when that exact moment was. But when, when in the day is it? Eimorosach, Omar Abaya Bitlo Shoy Kamaisa. It's somewhere in the first three hours of the day. That's when God's anger is there. And then the you know the Gemara brings, of course, the Gemara and Brachas as well. People are, are familiar with it. It's talking about when the when the when the when the rooster's uh, the the rooster's cap is turned white, and the Gemara says exactly when that is. Okay. Anyway, so based on that. Abayah's Rebbe, at least the Gemara quotes Abayah's Rebbe, seemingly it was known that, that things were tough in those first couple hours. Lo litzli inish flusa de musve shoy kamaisa de yoma. A person should not daven musaf in the first three hours biyoma kama de reshata in the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Now, the guy cannot, I guess he didn't have tickets. He couldn't get the show, whatever it was. A wife that's not well, he's not well. Biyochid. If he's davening biyochidus in his house, Rabbi Yosef says, he should push that musaf off. Learn something. Wait till he gets the musaf. Why? Dilma kivan dimafkidina. Since Rosh Hashanah, that first couple of hours, God is judging and God is really. Everything is elevated. Not only is it a, is when God is angry, but combine that with Rosh Hashanah when everything is happening. Dilma, if he's davening Musaf, they're going to start thinking about who is this guy? Who's this prayer coming now? And his whole prayer will be pushed away. So the Gemara says, Yehachi, did see Bernami. <laughs> then maybe all shuls, we should indicate, no vasikin minyanim on Rosh Hashanah. No vasikin minyanim, it's too early. This is a time that God, right? the Gemara says, no. The tzibur, when you daven b'tzibur, nefishas chusei. They have a lot of schuyos. They've come together. They've banded together as they rob him. And therefore, their schusim are so strong that they, we're not worried about the fact that it's a shas of din. The Mar says, hmm, if it's true, then why did Rabbi Yosef talk about the yochid? Because he doesn't have the schus of the tzibur. He shouldn't be davening chakras earlier either. Maybe he should just say kriyashma and he should be, he should instead of, because remember, you have till the end of the fourth hour to do chakras. He should wait for the first three hours to be over. And then daven his shachars later because he doesn't want the shasadin. Safranami lo. Now you hear the Yishami's question? So, Gemara says, kivin de ikat tzibura de kamatzlu. But no, there's a tzibur that's davening shachars early. Now here you see that I guess you can you could somehow tether yourself to any tzibur. But since there's a tzibur out there, that is davening chakras while you are. So even though normally a person alone in his house, no matter what sort of person he is, no matter what sort of tzaddik he is, when nobody can resume, nobody can stand up to the fine tooth comb investigation of God on Rosh Hashanah, but chakras he can somehow 
throw it in with, with the rest of the people, the seaboard that's out there. And therefore, although he's not with them, his tefillah is not cast aside. However, his musaf would be. That's really the Mogan Abram's point. In other words, it sounds like the Musaf doesn't because no people are davening Musaf later. The Tzibor is davening, the Tzibor is, that are out there daven Musaf later on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore his Musaf cannot go together with theirs. There is no Musaf for him to go with. It says, quoting Rabbeinu Tam, it sounds here that somehow he could relate to some other tzibur, even though there's somewhere else. That just means that just means his davening is not swatted away. But obviously, it's not accepted. It's not pushed away but it's not like God actually listens to it and answers it and responds properly to it. That would be if, only if he would be with the tzibur. Well, well, if he can't, he can't. You know, I'm not sure what Tosa's gains from that. So the Mogan Avram quoting the Gemara and Rashi, quoting the Gemara and Tosva says, he says, So the Mogadar Rebbe is now wondering, well, then why, why do we have this halacha to daven when the tzibur is davening then? <laughs> if it's true, you can never, the most you'll ever get is it's not swatted away, but it's never really nishma, then why did the Gemara say that you should daven if you can't make it to shul when the tzibur is davening? So he says the Mogad Abraham Efsher Davka Bishaw Bishas Haron Komar. It might be that what Tosis is talking about is on Rosh Hashanah in the first three hours, then you've got all the cards stacked against you. So there you can't necessarily align, and the alignment won't work. But on a normal day, you maybe even get more than just not swatted away. If you're davening at the same time that Zebra's davening, maybe you get a little bit of their fairy dust inside of your tefillah, and it helps. But I think what the mug, what you can see from here is that clearly you don't get it if it's a different davening. And if you don't get it, if you don't get this Mila, perhaps you don't get, even if you're actually in the same room with them and you're doing, you're saying different words than they're saying, then perhaps it's also not Tfilo B'Tzibor. So it would seem to be we have a proof from here that although the Yerushalmi says you should be davening Shachris, it's not really the same Tfilo B'Tzibor because it's a different davening. The same way on that Rosh Hashanah, your shach, your musaf with their shachris doesn't jive. The same thing is true every time your shachris with the tzibur's musaf, even if it's in the same room and the same time, doesn't have a shame tefillah b'tzibur. Now one can now argue. Wait, what about you come into a shul and you haven't davened uh, mincha yet? And they're Davin Mariv. Is that called Tefillah B'Tzibor? Or not? Should you rush? You discover, you call your friend, you text your friend in Shul and said, have they started Mincha yet? Oh, buddy, they started Mincha. They finished Mincha. 
Oh no, I have to daven mincha. Uh huh. You're not going to make it. Well, maybe I can make it for Marif. Okay. He comes in and they're already davening Marif. It's still, you know, close enough to Shkia that the community he comes from would daven mincha, right? Still only a couple of minutes after the sunsets, or maybe right at sunset. So he davens. That's what you should do, no matter what. Is his davening considered tefillah b'tzibur? Maybe the the proof that the Mogan Avram brings from the Gemara in Avodah Zarah is only true because there is a sal- There are differences between Shachris and Musaf. They're subtle. Right, but we know, especially on Rosh Hashanah, when there's nine brachos for Musaf, and there's only seven brachos for Shachris, it's clearly a different animal. But let's say, well, I right, maybe that if it's the same words and the tzibur is saying it, even though they're doing it in order to fulfill the idea of Mariv and the idea of the korbanos, of putting fats and and and, and limbs on the mizbeach at night. And it's and they even say Yerotza, maybe that would be different. Maybe that would be something that would be uh, that would be perhaps the same. I'm not sure. Or it could be once the the kavana, the overwhelming kavana of the people is for this sake, you can't necessarily maybe you should just dab in Musa first then and just and do Musaf. So the 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 question here then is Tadir. Right, <laughs> you have the todir, which is your shachris, and then you have your musaf. I mean, I could maybe let's assume from Doctor Kogan's question that you could bring the carbon musaf first, and then go back and do the the carbon tumin. You haven't ruined your carbon tumin, even though it wasn't the first thing. It wasn't your first carbon of the day, but you still have a chiv to bring it. They 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 messed up. Does that mean you have to bring the carbon Musaf over again? Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. But we know one thing. You can still bring the carbon Tumit. still needs to be brought. If that's the case, maybe what you should do is, Davin, if, if you're not stuck in the, in the loop of Geul Atvila, maybe in our, in our case starting off, you should join them, and at least this way you get Musaf. So even though you, you sort of, but at least now, then the question is, wait. I had two davenings I could have done. I could have gone ahead with Shachris, Biachidus, and Musaf B'tzibur, which is better. So here we have to go through the principle. What do I happens when I have two possible mitzvahs to do? One is, 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 is Tadir, and one is Mikudosh. Why is it Mikudosh? Because it's holier. Than my other option. It's Tfilah B'tzibur. If I do Shachris, it's not Tfilah B'tzibur, as the Mogan Avram seems to imply. Tfilah B'tzibur, even though it's, it's, it's out of order, and even though I, 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 it's not Tadir, maybe I do the holier thing first. And the holier thing would be perhaps the Daven B'tzibur. And that would, that, would admit, that would argue that what you would have to do is Daven the, uh, the, the... Also quotes the Gaonim relevant to this. 
Um, as you remember last week, um, here it is. Matsasi Kosov Bishem Hagaonim. And nobody knows where the Basi Jose found this. Because I found written in the name of the Gaonim, Hamispawel, Kishiyugiya Shuyach Tsiborli Kedusha. That let's say you are Davening and you hear the Chazan has reached Kedusha. Omer Imo Naktishach. Say Naktishach with him, Mila Bemila. Say it together. Okay. That's not such a chiddush. We already saw from Rav Haigon that you can start with him, and once you start with him, you join, and you sort of become an equal to the chazan. And like you're saying it with him, and maybe you're answering with the, with the tzibor, maybe you're saying with the chazan. But then he says, Lo mi shavot, yotzer. Even if you are you are doing shachris, you are doing tefilas yotzer, and you are davening your shmona esrei, and you have come to your kedusha. The tefilas hatzibur musaf, and the tzibur is doing musaf. The tzibur is doing musaf, and you're doing shachris. You can you you can stop your you can break out of your tefilas yochid and say kedusha with them. So it sounds from the gaonim here that it that you can join them at kedusha, even though the shmona esrei you were doing was a different one. It was a shachar shmona esrei, and they were doing a muslim shmona esrei. But when you got to ha'el hakod, when you got to machayim meisim, the chazan of the Musaf was getting to Machaya Mesim. And then all of a sudden you're saying it with him together and you are now grafting basically the Musaf the Musaf Kedusha into your Shachris. So right, that is what the Beis Yosef found from the Gaonin. Now, does that indicate that at least at this area you've joined with them? Perhaps you weren't part of them up until now because you were sort of operating in a different area, a different universe, so to speak. I'm Shachris man and they're Musaf man. But since, you know, you have now aligned that he came, the Chazan came to his Machayim Esim, and you in your individual Machayim Esim, you can now break your Yishmon Esrei and become part of the one of Kedusha that is shared by Musaf and Shachris. That seems to be the opinion of the Gaonim. So although it's not, they would seem to agree essentially with the Mogan Avram's point based on the Gemara in Avedizora, that you can't mix and match. You can't insert your Musaf into their Shachris and say, hey, I'm, I'm davening with you together. We're doing the same thing. You're not doing the same thing. But the Kedusha can be the same thing. That once you get to Kedusha, that's somehow a point where it could be together. The Beis Yosef then quotes the Chuvas Harashba that says, Yochid ha'omed b'tfila u'kashigil Kedusha ho'yatsiba omrim Kedusha Sidra. So here's a situation where, boy, are you late. They're already 
by our, what we call Ashrei Yuvelatzion, which is called Kedusha de Sidra, which is meant, as you know, the Gemara Sota says, the world depends on it, because that's for Balabatim before they leave Shul to do some learning. And the best learning, of course, is those Psukim with the Targum, right? That's the reason, that's what you're doing there. That's the whole Kedusha de Sidra, all right? In Kedusha de Sidra, we also have, of course, Kodosh, 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 and the translation of that, as you know, from the Targum Yonason. So let's say that's what's happening. You're at Shachris. You're still in Shmon Ezra. You're, the minion you've davened at has already careened along to Kedusha de Sidra. Well, they're saying, Kodosh, 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 can, can I now break my silent Shmon Ezra and say it with him? Dover Borer. She'en Omer, the Rashba says, Kedusha Imohem. You can't say Kedusha with them. Chodo, She'en Seder, Kedusha's Echad. First of all, it's not the same. One, right, they, they don't sound the same. They're not in the same aspect. One is about what the Malachim are doing. One is just reading the Psukim. V'od, the Rashba says, Ki lulei she'omra hagon, if it not been for the Gaon, remember what I said last week, that it was a Chiddush from Rav Haigon? Had it not been for Rav Haigon and the power that he held, Rabbeinu Hanano, by the way, I discovered on Friday also says you can do word for word. Seemingly, he also had a tradition from the Gaonim. Had it not been for this so powerful tradition that you can daven together with the Shkazen, we, the Rishodim, couldn't have invented it based on the Gemara. It's only because the Gaonim mentioned it and said it was done that we can now sort of assume that the Talmud held of it anyway. But had we thought of it, we couldn't have shoehorned it into the Talmud. And therefore, this idea that, oh boy, uh, I, I'm going to answer. I'm I, I'm doing it with the with the tzibur, at least the kedusha part, because they're they're in they're in the kedusha the sidra. That's where you were together with him. You're davening with him, and you're together with him. You're doing your shachris. Lo. Even them, he wouldn't say that you could break your Shmon Esrei and somehow bond with the Tzibur. Because, he says, like I said before, that the Kedushas aren't the same anyway. So therefore, it doesn't work. So the Beis Yosef says, seems to me, that this is a Machlokas. So, and therefore, they seem to, the Rashba seems to argue with what I found in the name of the Gaonim. So, it would seem, that the Rashba holds that if they're not the same, you cannot, you know, you know, you're not really b'mokam echad. If you're not b'mokam echad, because it's a different davening, then the argument seems to be from this Rashba that it would not be called tefillah b'tzibur. According to the Gaonim that the Beis Yosef found, it sounds like it could be, because... It, at least, and, and, and if it's not while you're doing the Shmon Esre, it at least comes together when you're doing the Kedusha. And therefore, the Beis Yosef says, Mikan Yeshul mode, 
that if you are davening by yourself and the shuyach tzibur, and you're just in chakras, and the shuyach tzibur has gotten to keser, that that doesn't count for you. You're still in chakras land. Like the gaonim that the, that the Beis Yosef is quoting, well, I'm not sure who they are and from what time period and where, they seem to say that there is a way that you could bond with someone who is davening another tefillah. And that would be at least if you can come together in the Kedusha, but maybe not in the Shman Esrei. So maybe it's not really called tefillah but Sibor, but at least you have the right to say Kedusha together, and you could be Yotze, that aspect of being Makadashem Shemayim Barabim together. Again, according to the Rashba, the way the Beis Yosef learns, you wouldn't be able to, because the Rashba is the extreme version, the way the Beis Yosef understands it. If you are in a different, you're not doing exactly what the Chazan is doing, then you can't join in in any way, shape, way, or form. That's even if you're davening word for word with the Chazan, the first couple of brachos. So it should be definitely the case where there is no Chazan that you're davening word for word with. There's a Tzibor that is davening their own fila, and you happen to be davening yours. According to this, it would seem that you can't really gain Tzibor of Tzibor this way, seemingly, but if you were daven Musaf together with them, just as we started again, seemed that Beis Yosef should, would hold, based on the Rashba, that the only option you have is to do Musa first. And then you go back later and do your Shachars. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.